0: Are Vaccine Information Coalition and you're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee. The title of our show is What in the Cell Is Going On? Hello Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which can be accessed live on PRN. Live, or you can also call 641-741-230 and live. We are blessed. We are blessed to have Mr. Anthony Samaroff as our guest again today. Mr. Anthony, are you there?
1: Yes, I am. Can you hear me okay?
0: I can hear you perfectly. Where are you?
1: I am in Scotland. Good. <laughs>
0: okay, does that sound a little better?
1: That's much better, thank you.
0: Okay. So again, Anthony Samaroff is our guest from Scotland. What time is it over there right now?
1: We've got six o'clock. I hear that you abolished daylight savings time. We just had daylight savings time, so the clock's just switched.
0: Oh, okay. So is it 6 p.m. or a.m. your time? 6 p.m. I'm ahead of you. Oh, p.m., okay, so you're you're starting evening, all right. Well, Anthony, we're just so happy, glad to have you back on, um, such exciting times right now. I've spoke to your friend, who I'm speaking again to finalize everything tomorrow, um, to get uh, Gary's, what you've put together in honor of my late husband, of course, Gary Tunsky. Um, what in the Cell is going on book, so that's going to be on Kindle, I'll be announcing soon.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be an audio on Audible. It's the two battle for the battle for health is over. PH CDs, I think, or maybe it's the what the he, what in the hell is are going on CDs. And one of Gary's presentations from YouTube should now be able to. Because a lot of people don't like to read these days, so it okay. should be there on Audible as well as Kindle. So anyone with an Audible account can go and listen to the, the new Gary Tunsky audiobook, which is of course, old material, but just as relevant, if not more, when it was produced as it is now. More important than ever, in a sense.
0: hmm absolutely, absolutely. And just to let you know, I received your article that you've written, um, because I see and I know from the people that heard our previous interview with you, you know, Father's leading you into getting the statistics mm-hmm. and the irrefutable mm-hmm. proof um, right. that no one they can't deny what we're saying and the article is on our treatment link of our vacinfo.org website. I'll put it on Gary's website as well soon, um, which is titled Pay No Attention to the Man Behind the Curtain with Dollar Signs yeah. <laughs> which is powerful. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this is this is an excerpt from the book, the Anthony Samroff book that mm-hmm. I'm writing alongside the Gary Tunsky book. Okay. But they they we're kinda like uh, teammates here. Gary mm-hmm. Tunsky and Anthony Samroff because he's taught me a lot about the um the biology of um the medical industry and I'm kind of more into the, the economics side of it and I like that you said irrefutable proof because what we're what we're led to believe, if you listen to mainstream sources, is that um mainstream medicine is scientific and that Doctors are getting their information from reliable sources like peer-reviewed medical journals and uh, public health agencies like the FDA and the CDC, who, of course, have our best interests at heart. Mm. But this article is part of a larger chapter by the same title where I talk about a, a little bit about the conflicts of interest in... Uh, let's say, the medical information industry. Would you like to start with some of the points from the article?
0: I absolutely would. I just want to make a comment just by being in this fight for over 20 years now in honor of my baby girl. I have learned that the science, especially the epidemiological studies, it's funded by the drug companies. So they pretty much determine what the outcome is. Like, for instance, the MMR vaccine connection to autism back in the early 2000s. You know, many articles came out funded by the drug companies that there was no connection. But us parents knew better. We knew our babies mm-hmm. were injured by the vaccinations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the overload of the measles, mumps and rubella vaccination on top of all the other poisons and vaccines. So you're absolutely right.
1: Right. Um, but yes, of course, you can't see this on YouTube because they'll take your video down. Um, So, so the thing is, why are they censoring information? As you know, what are they scared about? Um, The more you research, the more shocked you'll be. Unfortunately, most people don't do their research. Even after all these years, if I recommend hydrolyzed collagen to my mum, because she's got bad joints, um, she'll say, well, I'll have to ask the doctor um, if it clashes with my medication. Why would the doctor know anything about hydrolysis collagen? The only thing doctors know about is medicine and surgery. They don't, as, as your late husband used to say, they don't know anything about health they only know about disease and even inside that, they know about treatment of the symptom. So, um, now, about the autism vaccine thing, if you go to healthimpactnews.com, they've got an article called 30 Scientific Studies showing the link between vaccines and autism. Now, what happened was, because of the way that the law works in America, there was a litigator who um, see if you try and sue the pharmaceutical companies for something um, and you fail you're not allowed to sue them again for that thing for like 10, 15, 20 years so there's like what hap- maybe more so what happened is there was a litigator who um, sued the breast implant industry because of leaks in uh, breast implants that were causing harm and I believe he succeeded or maybe someone else succeeded but this this litigator uh, tried to go after them for causing harm in women whose breast implants did not leak and someone advised him not to he said the evidence isn't strong enough yet and you're gonna screw it up and of course he went to court and he failed and he failed to he failed to prove the satisfaction of the jury that the breast implants were causing harm. And so for decades, you could only sue the manufacturers if you could allege that your implant leaked, even though a lot of people were being harmed without leaks. The same litigator went up against pharma um, over the back autism thing, and again he was advised, "Don't do it because the evidence, because we can actually." You're not going to be able to prove it to the satisfaction of the court yet. You need to wait a little bit so that we've got so that we we've got a knock down argument. And he failed, and um, he, and as a consequence of that, um, it's been hard to sue them again. Robert F Kennedy is now. What happened was, in 1986, the Reagan administration passed a law that said that you can't sue vaccine manufacturers if they cause harm. Part of the law, part of the act said that the CDC had to produce a safety report every two years uh, explaining that the vaccine schedule is safe. We have never once since 1986, produced that report, which they were meant to produce every two years. Congress has ordered them to do a study comparing the relative health outcomes of vaccinated and unvaccinated populations. They've never done it. Not only that, but they can stop people from doing it because all these organizations, the National Institutes of Health and what have you, They control a lot of money that goes to universities, the colleges, and things like that. If anyone uh, tries to do a study comparing the relative health outcomes of vaccinated and unvaccinated populations, (laughs) you can stop money going to their institutions. So their institution will um, bully them into not running the study. The funny thing is, if vaccines are so freaking safe and effective, there's 800,000 unvaccinated Americans why doesn't the CDC just prove to everyone that vaccines do more good than harm take a hundred thousand people who are unvaccinated and chart how many chronic diseases they have and compare it to a hundred a hundred thousand people who are vaccinated you will get that's a huge sample set that's enough you know to knock out the park it's obvious that they won't run the study because they're afraid of what they might find out. That being said, Robert F. Kennedy is currently compiling a book of 75 studies of this kind that they've managed to find. Maybe little studies, one done here, one done in Europe, over there. Somehow, people have done small-scale studies of this, and the data does not look good for vaccinations, just as... Um, I can't remember the years, but I'll 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 crack a rough guess at it. I think the Anthony Mawson study is twenty seventeen. It might be twenty nineteen. You can look it up on it, um, on Google, but they will say that it's you know that it's nonsense that it's been debunked. They never debunk it, of course. They Mm-mm. just say they just say that the journal retracted it. They they always they'll they tend to bully the journals. So twenty seventeen was the Anthony Mawson study. And then I think 2019, maybe 2020, between 2019 and 2021 was the Paul Thomas and James Leans Weir study, which was particularly effective because they had over 4,000 children and some of them were vaccinated a couple of times and some of them were vaccinated 72 times and some of them were vaccinated zero times. And what they could do is they could plot their number of doctor visits and their number of health complaints, including asthma, you know, which has often been linked to uh, vaccines, all, the, all, all chronic illnesses against the number of vaccines. And would you lo and behold, what they found in the Paul Thomas, James Lanes Wheeler study was the more, sh- not only were vaccinated children more sick than unvaccinated children, but it was in a dose dependent way. So, the more shots they got, the more illness they had. So, that's my brief um, rundown of Mm -hmm. the. And
0: I do want to make a comment, too. We've had previously on the show, and I might invite her again. um, Joy Garner, Joy Mm -hmm. Garner in California, she contacted me about a year, about two years ago. She's been a guest a couple times on our show, but she has the controlgroup.org where she showed beyond a shadow of a doubt in her studies um, that the, vac- the unvaccinated are much, much healthier mm-hmm. than the vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, and many parents, like myself, uh, chose not to vaccinate after we had our victim, after we were a victim uh, with our first mm-hmm. child, we chose not to vac- vaccinate our subsequent children. And do you know Unbelievable difference. I tell Mm -hmm. people in my presentation Mm -hmm. how I did my own clinical study because Corey was Mm -hmm. 20 months old and Casey passed away. So I saw for almost two years a fully man-made poison vaccinated Mm -hmm. immune system, my daughter Mm -hmm. Casey, compared to Corey with no vaccines. Mm -hmm. And that's my own clinical study. Nobody knows our babies better than us. You know what I'm saying? I saw him run a 10, 15-minute fever, kill the same virus Mm -hmm. she took a week before she passed away in the Mm -hmm. hospital. To fight the same bug that he killed in 10-minute fever. So his immune system, I mean, our creator's immune system far, far supersedes a poisoned, compromised immune system from the blood poisoning. There's no question. And many of us parents know that. So I'm just so, yes. so excited that you're bringing this truth out to the the world, Anthony. I really appreciate you.
1: Thank you. And um, I'm trying to be very factual and thorough here, as you can tell. Um. Because we live in a world where people are like, put up or shut up, Unfa- you know, can you prove it? Where's the study? Now, um, I, I regret that I found in online in- debates, even if you provide thorough information, some people just don't want to believe it. So you're not getting, you're, yeah. Oh,
0: I've, I've given my card, the Educate Before You mm-hmm. Vaccinate business card. I've walked up to a pregnant woman in the past And, of course, we have all the poisons, the ingredients, and the vaccinations on the back of the card. And she looked at me and said, no, I don't want to know that. Mm -hmm. And put her hands out, like, not taking the card. And I'm like, sweetheart, please don't be misinformed. Just educate yourself, you know? I know.
1: And this is the trouble we have because when you give people information, you're also giving them responsibility. Mm -hmm. And on some level, they are getting the fact that, if they have to accept that what you're saying is true it's going to change their world in a way because they can't just go around the same as they were before you know it's i don't know if you've seen the movie the matrix but they have this analogy of take the red pill or take the blue pill if you take the red pill you discover the truth if you take the red blue pill you go back to sleep and there's someone who once took the red pill but he wants to go back into the matrix. He wants to have his memory wiped. And the thing is, supposing you are a parent, you had a child that you vaccinated, and you're going to have a new child. If you're going to accept this information that vaccines potentially—I <laughs> have to say—to be political, do more harm than good, you're not just—you've not just got responsibilities to your own forthcoming child. You know, on some level now, anytime one of your friends have a child, you're kind of a bad person if you don't tell them what you've learned. So, you know, the stakes are really high. We've had a lot of talk about different diets online. The whole foods plant-based diet is going up against keto, carnivore, primal, and all these very heavy meat diets versus Vegetarian. The sad fact is, if you've not been vaccinated, you'll do pretty well on either diet. It seems. so it's we're really what we're doing with these like radical diets is like um, compensating from the fact that we've been vaccinated. And um, I have a, maybe perhaps you'll want to have her on your show, a friend that's an MD doctor, Irene Mavrikakis. She had a reaction to. A vaccine because it had latex in it any bit of latex and she was already allergic to latex but after the vaccine she nearly died she had to um avoid eating almost everything for 10 years to reverse the damage done by the vaccine and of course she got she got red-pilled as to the truth of vaccines and she's tried to um spread the information um she She says, if you look at the ingredients of the vaccines, some of them have a legume oil that comes from a peanut. Now, that's so interesting, because I'm not sure about you, but I seem to recall that, you know, in my parents' generation, and their parents' generation, it wasn't like everyone had a peanut allergy or or a nut allergy, but now lots of people have it. There's a chemical that's found in milk, and, you know, lo and behold far and wide we have um, these lactose intolerance and the, the big one's gluten as well i can't remember what the related chemical is um perhaps perhaps um, i shall put her in touch with you and you can have her on what uh, yes she's 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 a great um she's a she's a she's a great resource and, uh, yeah,
0: especially being know. a medical doctor because uh-huh. unfortunately misinformed masses like I used to be and most of us parents who you know have a injured child were ignorant as well uh, before we learned but anyway um, if it's a medical doctor, it's more credible to the masses because, you know, I know with me, if it didn't come from a medical doctor back 25 years ago, it wasn't valid. And that's most people out there. But I do want to comment on something you said before the- as proof. And that is my two unvaccinated children are adults that uh, Faith is now 22, Corey's 25 um, with no vaccines and they live, they reside with their dad and his wife and Even though they eat biblically clean, they eat scripturally clean, they don't eat pork, they don't eat shelled stuff, they don't eat, you know, the stuff the scriptures talk about, but Mm -hmm. they still don't eat 100% organic unless they're with Mm me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even though they do take the time to do our 21-day cleanse and everything, um, but anyway, my point is, is their immune systems are still far exceeding. Mm-hmm. They're siblings. I mean, they're they friends and fa- you know friends because obviously they're poisoned and right. and they have the pure blood. You know,
1: right. What's happening is these the adjuvants which they um call the things they add to the vaccines, the heavy metals, the detergent, formaldehydes, all of these things. I believe. that, uh, you know, I like to say when I know something, I say I know it, and when I th- when I think it might be true, I always say, it seems to me, you know, I don't like to put out false information. Um, My best hypothesis, my best knowledge right now is what these are doing is they're causing severe damage to the detoxification organs, particularly the liver and the kidneys. So maybe the kidneys, definitely the liver. Um, And that, in my opinion, and that is then making it difficult for people's system to... um, with pesticides and to cope with their metabolic waste and things like that if you if you're not taking organ damage then you'll be able to you'll be able to filter your blood a lot better so the thing is the the the, the blood and again i learned this from you and and gary and then your friend joy and some some other people that you put me on to the body's extremely Concerning about what it lets into the blood. If you drink a little bit of Drano, you will be sick, but you won't die, right? If you, because your body you, has
0: the, it has an innate ability from our Creator to purge right. when it comes through the mouth and the nose, correct? But, but or you bypass or, that, yeah.
1: yeah. Or, or or the back passage, of course. Right. So you can you can flush things out. Right. You bypass you you, you inject these poisons directly into the blood your body goes straight to red alert, and it goes crazy. And you, you have this big immune system response, and the scientists are looking and going, look, you are having an immune system response. That means you must be building immunity to the virus. No, that's not what's happening. What's happening is your body's going, holy moly, I've just been injected by, with poison. And that's what's creating the immune uh, the, the panicked immune response, which the mainstream doctors mistake for building immunity to the virus. Now, um, it seems, I'm going based on what Robert F. Kennedy said, um, that the DPT vaccine, which they were using in Africa, seemed to reduce the amount of diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis that the, the people vaccinated there got. However, I gave them a bunch of other health complaints. They would start dying of things that people who weren't vaccinated with the DPT were not dying of. So the, the important thing is to actually compare overall health outcomes. A lot of the time, what they do is a lot of these diseases have different names. So if you've got if you've, had chicken po- if you've had the chickenpox vaccine or mumps, they'll call it shingles, okay? Uh, you know, wh- what happened is, here's how bad it is in America. In the UK, they will not give the chickenpox vaccine because they say it increases your risk of shingles when you get older, and that's much worse, and it might be fatal. We still give it in America. The more you look into it, the more you look into it, the more shocked and appalled you will be. The more the more research you do the more appalled you will be.
0: That's right. And, well, even polio, polio, they manipulated that too with the septic meningitis. They stopped uh, calling it polio when the vaccine came out and started calling it septic meningitis. It's, it's again, epidemiological studies funded by the drug companies. Um, in my presentation, I used to even tell people that, you know, if my unvaccinated son went into a pediatrician's office with a really bad cough, it would be called pertussis but mm-hmm. if there was a vaccinated child that came in right behind him with the same exact cough mm-hmm. it'd be called bronchitis there's no right. law right. following these doctors right i mean because these pediatricians are vaccine clinics i've learned i went to a family that's doctor. true They're vaccine clinics. They wouldn't have a job without the vaccination. So for them to even acknowledge they're poisoning children, they would have to point the finger at themselves. So that's just not going to happen. I do have a couple that I'm in contact with that are great doctors, but not very many. Um, So there's no law to force them to they can make up whatever they want and then they get censored. Like over in California, the bill that just passed or is in the process of passing, where medical doctors are losing their license if they tell their patient anything bad about the COVID-19 vaccine. I mean, they can mm. have a patient literally drop dead right, right there in front of them after they inject them, and they can't say that it's the vaccination, yes. or they will lose their license.
1: Yes. You know, my my, my friend, Dr. Math, who I mentioned before, kind of her, the nurses in her clinic thought, oh, that's, you know, just crazy, Dr. Mav, because she was vaccine injured, she's paranoid about vaccines. But as the pandemic progressed, you know, there was one nurse in her clinic, she said, she said she got the flu shot and she was feeling sick. And Dr. Mav says, did you know that statistically if you get the flu shot, you're much more likely to get COVID afterwards? And she said, Dr. Mav, are you kidding? And she said, no, I've got stud- I, I, I saw the studies that showed this. Um, do you think I'm kidding? And she said, no, I believe you. So sometimes, unfortunately, people need to harm themselves before um, the truth comes out. But I mean, this is the, the problem is medical journals. Look, it is uncontroversial. During the Vioxx scandal, Eoxx is an anti-inflammatory drug that caused heart attacks, and it was not any more effective than previous anti-inflammatories that existed, and it, but it was much more expensive, and so they were cashing out on uh, on its reputation prescribing it. Yeah. Not only not only was the regulator doctor David Graham a hero, threatened and offered a promotion to shut the hell up when he said when it, when it, when he tried to um stop the ox from from being exposed that's the fda
0: yeah
1: also um the journals the the um both the new england medical journal and um the journal of the american medical association both um They they both put false information about, printed false information about Vioxx in their journal advocating it. Not only that, but even after it came out that Vioxx was causing heart attacks, um, Merck, the New England Journal of Medicine, continued to sell copies of the journal article to Merck, the manufacturer of Vioxx. And the journal made $700,000 from, from issuing maybe 900,000 copies to, to Merck. So this is uncontroversial. Two of the most trusted and respected, respected medical journals were complicit in Vioxx. Now, people would like to think, oh, that just happens now and then. It's just a one-off. And it seems like no matter how... This was the biggest drug withdrawal until... This is the biggest drug scandal until the opiate crisis, basically. Um, So, um, now, I mean, just let me see if I can get some quotes for you. And by the way, I would appreciate everyone, please go to 7 com, There you will find... Some of the information i've shared here about bad science and medicine seven, the number
0: seven
1: the number seven and then pharma pharma p-h-a-r-m-a myths.com the seven pharma
0: myths.com yes
1: that's right And um, here you will get uh, an excerpt from the book that i'm writing that the, the anthony samaroff book um, you can also, if you would like to, you can download it for free. If you would like to contribute, there's an option to do that there as well because I'm spending a lot of time working on this stuff that I'm not getting paid for at the moment. But that's completely optional. I encourage you to download it from 7 for free. And that, uh, and, and, and that has a whole section in it on bad science and medicine.
0: Um,
1: what we, what you have quotes... Um, I'm just trying to find some of them for you. Sorry, please give me a moment here.
0: So go ahead. I'll talk about something real fast. Um, uh, on our front page, I want to let the audience know who didn't hear last week's show. Dr. True and I did an amazing show uh, based on Dr. <laughs> in the 2000s. He wrote an article that's on our front page. Titled "Covid-19: Illegal U.S. BioWeapons Activity and Insiders Revelations," you can read Dr. Klassen's article showing beyond the Kennedy everything that everybody, the controlled opposition, is putting truth, but half truth. And my full, mm-hmm. my full, you know, understanding is you're either part of the problem, part of the truth, or part of the problem. If you're telling half the truth, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, Dr. Klassen has. Simultaneously, as this real Anthony Fauci book has come out from Kennedy, put deeper revelation, and ironically, he mentions our researcher naturopath, Dr. True, on the fourth page on how he was in communication with this virologist from Israel, I think it was. The articles are on the front page of our website. Um, Right underneath the card, you'll see the COVID and the article from Dr. Klassen. And then you'll see the article of what happened to the virologist when he was trying to get Dr. True the paper. And then under that, you'll see Dr. True's statement because he was on the phone with the guy trying to get something he needed to get to him overnighted. And that was the last time he heard from him ever. So they took him out. And then Mm -hmm. right under that, <clears throat> we have the radio show from last week, so you can listen to mine and Dr. Chu's radio show that gives much, much more detail, because we're the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And then under that, I just added two additional videos, which are huge. One of them is called Breaking News Shocking, and it shows all these people being injected with the COVID jab, the nanobots going into them, and how it's tying in to the 5G the towers, the satellites. Uh, anyway, I, I was just shocked because I thought me and Dr. True were the only ones saying it. But this guy has done an amazing video. So definitely people are opening their eyes to what's going on. Um, but he shows specifically what they're able to do for people being injected with nanobots from the COVID vaccine, which isn't even a vaccine as far as I'm concerned. This is, you know, a game changer. And then, Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead and then the plan is another video that you want to watch which is amazing as well so there's some really good articles on the front page we've just added so anyone listening you want to take the time to watch them share them listen to our radio show and again get the whole truth because we're not going to we're not going to be part of the controlled opposition
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I'm sorry mm-hmm. just had to make that comment
1: okay yes so i mean the idea that Mainstream science is so scientific and so objective. The Vioxx scandal is just one example. Journals make a lot of money from selling articles to the manufacturers of drugs that they support. The editors of the New England Journal of Medicine and The Lancet both resigned and discussed claiming that at least 70% of articles in their journals were trash and biased towards corporate healthcare industry bodies that funded the research. Okay, um, let's see. In 1990, the bipartisan commission on comprehensive healthcare released a report, saying only 10 to 20 percent of the medical procedures used today have been subjected to randomized clinical trials, which are the most conclusive method of determining if a procedure is medically effective. Now, the British Medical Journal used to publish a, port, a report every few years outlining how much of medicine is based on actual scientific evidence. But they stopped publishing it in 2013 for some reason, after it found that just 11% of medical treatments are beneficial and 50% have unknown effectiveness. Mm. In 1992, the Institute of Medicine, which is, you know, has funded some of the best clinical trials around, they estimated that less than half of the treatments and tests are backed up by strong scientific evidence, with the rest being based on very weak evidence or none at all. Um, I can go on. I've got a bunch of quotes like these from mainstream sources. I think what I'm trying to do with the Anthony Samaroff book, which is like kind of like the complementary to the Gary Tunsky book, which I'm also working on, I, and even I'm going to put some of the stats from my book's book into the Gary Tunsky book to back up what Gary Tunsky's claims, because that's just, you know, it make sense to do that. Um, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to go to mainstream sources, American Medical Association, CDC, FDA, and say, look, if you go to alternative sources, like your link on the nanobots, you might find that it's a lot worse. But even if you go to the official sources and just look at their own statements and their own figures, it's bad enough. That's how that is. We definitely
0: share them. We still have, you know, 20 minutes, so definitely share some more. But I want to also make a comment. My sister Issa, she actually introduced me to a website, which is the top website under our support link, which is rents.com, so if you really want to go down the rabbit hole, yeah. go to our resource link, because we've got some, a lot of people are waking up and really aren't, aren't tolerating anymore, we have a lot of people that have been fighting the fight for a long time, and we've all got to unite together to just, you know, rescue as many people that aren't a victim, are going to be a victim, um, as we can, but go ahead, so I'm going to let you just take over with your quotes and, 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 uh, and share your wisdom, sir.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, when you mention Vox, which was the biggest scandal until the opiate uh, epidemic, people assume that these are just one-offs. When you look at the history of medicine, what you're finding is treatment after treatment that was widely prescribed caused immense harm and then was withdrawn. Um, And and you just don't know how many of the treatments they're prescribing at the moment that in five and ten years they're going to say, oh, I'm sorry, we've been poisoning you. However, don't worry, our new treatment is very bona fide, and I'll tell you why, because we've got studies to prove it in the prestigious medical journal, you know, the same one that told you that the last treatment was effective. not only are you right that funding for medical journals comes from big pharma. A lot of the time, big pharma and big medical, they choose what information to submit to the FDA, so to submit to the journal. So they 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 have they run the study. They don't they don't disclose all of the details from the study. They just disclose those that they're obliged to, whereas what they're holding back can be confidential and no one can access it uh, until they get litigated against. John Abramson, he's recently uh, released a book called Sickening 2022. Um, He talks about this in his book, how when he's litigating, he gets access, he, he goes and he sues Big Pharma, he gets access to documents but the FDA should have had access to, because it helped them. It would have helped them say this drug isn't safe. The, the amount of fraud that goes on is incredible.
0: It so is. it is. I mean, even William Thompson. He worked with the CDC. He was part of the study that they showed the connection between the autism epidemic and the MMR vaccine. He was a whistleblower. He came out and and, and admitted. I'm sure he's not even alive anymore. Uh, But anyway, um, he came out and said, we we destroyed the research, proving Mm. the connection, something us parents Mm. knew, you know, like no one else could, parents, moms especially. And uh, here we have a medical doctor researcher that has gone public saying that they they squashed the research. They basically did not report Mm. what they found, and they released the paper saying there was no connection.
1: Chris. And the thing is, you will rise in the NIH if, like um, Tony Fauci, you represent the interests of the pharmaceutical industry. If you don't, you won't get the promotions. A lot of their money comes from the pharmaceutical industry. Not only that, but these companies themselves, CDC, the NIH, they have patents and vaccines. They, are, they have close ties to the industries they're meant to be regulating. It's a conflict of interest. Right. Yeah, Uh, so uh, common treatments, the tonsillectomy, hysterectomy, frontal lobotomy, medical mastectomy, they used to cut off a woman's breast. You may remember the beautiful actress um, Angela Jolie chose have both her breasts removed because apparently she had a gene that she was told gave her a high chance of developing breast cancer. Now, these are rarely performed. They butchered all these women. Um
0: many little girls were still by that?
1: Crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hormone replacement therapy caused so much harm. So much harm to so many women. So much death. We have ultimately been shown to be unnecessary, ineffective, more dangerous than imagined, and sometimes, or if not ubiquitously, more deadly than the diseases that they were intended to treat. Um. Brain bypass surgery, um, hormone, yeah. So, uh, what, what um, you know? So, basically, what used to happen? The 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 term quack doctor comes from the 1800s, where um, people used to treat the doctors used to treat people with mer- mercury and arsenic, and it's quack, 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 quack silver, Mercury being quicksilver, and in a southern accent, sound like quack. So they were treating with mercury, quicksilver, so they were quack doctors. Now, these were causing neurological problems, Bell's palsy and what have you. But instead of realizing that it was from the neurotoxic medications, they would just assume that it was some new disease that they now had to treat with other things. So Abraham Lincoln famously threw fits because of the quicksilver that they prescribed him. So, M. Um, We'd like to think that this is not going on now, but it is. It's going on now. They're still prescribing treatments that are harming people. Spinal fusion therapy for lower back pain. It's not based about, based on a, a, any evidence, but you know they're making thousands and thousands of dollars per procedure, so they don't have to stop doing it. Um, there, statins. The uh, statins is a preventative medicine. They're, it may be in a small cases, small percentage of cases where people are at a very high risk of stat, of, it, of heart attack, statins may help. But really, if they really want to um, reduce the risk, of course, they have to change their diet and start taking exercise and what have you. So, it's possible that the routine prescription of statins has led to people ceasing Consider lifestyle changes because they just take a pill, like your your late husband said a pill for every ill, a drug for every bug, a vaccine injection for every infection. And if in doubt, cut it out. What's sad to me is you have these people from the Skeptic Society that run Wikipedia, Skeptics Magazine, they're always going after chiropractors. Naturopaths, aromatherapists, and um, angel therapists, what do you call them, acupuncturists. Here's the thing. I'm perfectly well I'm I'm perfectly willing to accept that a lot of what goes for mainstream medicine is sorry a lot of what goes for alternative medicine is also Nonsense, okay, and people are making money off the world's misery. I'm willing to accept that. But here's the thing. No naturopath has ever prescribed a treatment that caused about 140,000 heart attacks and 60,000 deaths like the Ux did. And no homeopath has ever caused 94,000 cases of breast cancer like hormone replacement therapy. And chiropractic care has never created an epidemic of opioid addiction like OxyContin has. And acupuncturists have never caused 12,000 babies to be born with missing limbs, like thalidomide did. So, if these sceptics, as they like to call themselves, are so sceptical, why aren't they going after the main source of harm, which is mainstream medicine? Most of the bad science is happening. Most of the money is going to mainstream medicine, and most of the bad science is coming in coming out of mainstream medicine. So we really need these skeptics to be reading articles in the Journal of the American Medical Association and and but what being the Lancet, what all the all the major we need these people, we need them to take a second look and make sure that the journals are doing their job. But they don't want to do that. They just want to go after homeopaths. So um with mainstream medicine being the third leading cause of disease, of, of death in America. according
0: mm, Iatrogenic.
1: Iatrogenic meaning caused by your doctor. Iatrogenic or injury. So that's according to the American Medical Association's own figures. If these sceptics, if they're dedicated to saving lives, then they really need to identify bad science and medicine because What we're getting is about 128,000 a year dying from taking properly prescribed pills. I'm not talking about mistakes. I'm talking about people who had faith in the system and did exactly as they were told when they were told because they believed in their doctors. They took their medication properly prescribed as instructed and they died. And about the same die because of dosage errors or because of a drug that was contraindicated for them But here's the thing. Not everyone who's damaged by a drug dies. Every year, 840,000 patients are hospitalized by serious adverse drug reactions. Um, So it's, it's very... Drugs are dangerous, and they should be treated like they're dangerous but they get handed out left and right because someone's making a killing from them. And uh, that's that's so sad. It's so sad. Antibiotics, they don't just kill germs. They're toxic to all, skill, all cells. Anti, against, bio, life, against life. They kill the good bacteria which is meant to fight illness and is essential to our digestion. So we saw. Intestinal diseases like colitis, IBS, and Crohn's disease were relatively rare before the widespread use of antibiotics. They're not rare anymore. Also, what you find is in people with autism, a very, very, very high incidence of intestinal diseases. I was in Miami at a conference, and someone said to me, I think the narrative that um, vaccines cause um, autism is harmful to neurodivergent people i said okay i'm not saying that they i'm not saying that they that it causes autism but a claim is either true or false right it's not really about whether it's harmful or not it's about is it true or is it false you would have to account for why the number of people with autism massively increased between say 1969 and 1989 And then again between 1989 and today, and both of those are the periods where the number of vaccines on the schedule doubled or almost doubled, let's say, from 20 to 41st, and now from 40 to 75 in America. What would account for the astonishing rise in autism and also the astonishing rise in all these conditions that used to be incredibly rare, like Crohn's disease and colitis, chronic fatigue, we're in trouble because in the past, young people could work to earn money to pay for Medicare and Medicaid for old and infirm people, pay for their housing, for their um, social housing and their care when they got older. now the young people are ill. The young people aren't healthy. We're not going to be able to work for 40, 50, or 60 years. I'm hopeful for one reason. America spends about $4 trillion on health care now. If America adopted a sane health care system, you could slash that by about 75%, save $3 trillion a year. It would get healthier, so there'd be less treatment there would be less treatment that you'd have to administer, and um, the quality of care would improve as well. So the money is there. the only The only thing that has to happen is the money has to stop going to Satan and start going to God. And if we did that, we could maybe we could maybe save ourselves from this mess because three trillion dollars. Saving is a lot of money. All
0: right. So, right. Sickness Incorporated. Yep. Mm-hmm, Big business. Mm-hmm. Big business. Anyway, all right, we're coming to the end now. I do want to let everybody know that um, we do have on our treatment link of the vacinfo.org, as well as I will be putting it on the pHcelltalks.com website, too, um, I'm going to put a little section for you, Anthony. Now that you're becoming a well-known editor, um, <laughs> but we do have we do have the big. We have the seven big pharma myths debunked. That takes you right to the website he was referring to. It's in between um, Gary's two videos that I still have on Thank the you. website. Um, just because nobody said it simplistically and clearer. Uh, with his photographic memory, better than my husband did. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, why he's mm-hmm. sleeping, I'm not quite sure, but that's just father's will, and we have to go with it. Um, then under under Dan, uh, I'm going to have it all together. though. I'm going to actually work on it when I uh, after the show. I'm probably going to put all your articles because I have your uh, surgery is not pharmaceutical medicine uh, mm-hmm. on the on the terrainscience.com website. I have it linked directly. Yes, to that. Rick
1: We're kind of like, our our sites are kind of like sisters now.
0: Yes, yes. I'm going to put a little section for you, introducing Anthony Samaroff, and I'll put the Terrain Science, and I'll put the articles, all the articles together. And then right under that is where we're going to have um the chat I have the 15 chapters that you put together based on the yes. information you've accumulated from Gary so, so just a powerful. quick
1: explanation on that if you don't mind at terrainscience.com more or less every monday i put out an article which is an which is an excerpt from my book mm-hmm. and every thursday i put out an article which is an excerpt from Gary's book so oh, okay. so that's so, so Monday and Thursday I'm putting out articles, I also have a content manager who who also mirrors other articles of interest, so terrainscience.com is becoming a really good resource and there's lots of Tansky articles there and they're all very very good if I do say so myself.
0: Excellent, well that's all because of your hard work and we so appreciate you Anthony and we just love having you as a guest, we'll have you on again once the book comes out. Do you have any final words before I give the closing statement sir? Yeah, I'll just
1: remind people of our of our web um, of the websites again, um, terrainscience.com, and if you want to download an excerpt from my upcoming book, it's Um and then there's your sites as well.
0: Right, our sites as well, exactly, and we have you, um, like I said, listed on the treatment link of thevacinfo.org. And then Gary's old website, which of course is now mine, is um, which you can also get from the treatment link. So for sure, we're coming together, we're exposing the truth, like many people are. I mean, I just can't even um, count all the people under the resource link that are just, you know, coming out with truth. And a lot of people are opening their eyes, so hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll save some of the the blind sheep out there <laughs> because so many of them are just keeping their you know, keeping the information they don't want to know yes. about it, like you said so.
1: Unfortunately um, some people need to suffer before they wake up and I wish it wasn't like that That's right. but here's the thing things can only get so bad it, it bottoms out at one point so eventually it gets to the point where things are so bad that people need to look for solutions and with vaccine injury and it's going to be on the rise the more of these boosters that people get oh by the way i should add according to the government's own figures more people have been damaged by this covid vaccine than all vaccines put together for the last 30 something years all other vaccines put together now the truth is it's probably a lot more than that because they're massively under-reporting vaccine Actually,
0: injuries there's no so, Nothing requiring...
1: What's going to happen is que- people are going to be interested in these things. And uh, I would um, recommend uh, people look up Tim O'Shea. He's doing some very good, interesting stuff. And it's even not... a lot of it's not been taken down on YouTube. About what supplements you can take to improve your system and why. And oh, then, of yeah. course,
0: He used to be my scientific advisor when I had Autism Autoimmunity Project. Tim's a very oh, good wow. friend of mine. Yeah, he's, he's a very good friend of mine. He, He has some good stuff. He's a chiropractor, yeah. But everybody knows what we offer, the cleanse that we Mm -hmm. offer, the supplements we offer. Um, I've got to do some closing now, but I want to remind people to go to the front page of our vacinfo.org website. Um, Breaking news, shocking. You want to watch that video showing all the people that are taking this jab and what the agenda is. And then also the plan. A virologist from the World Health Organization revealed on Dutch television that the WHO who Bill Gates and Melinda Gates own, by the way, has a plan of 10 years of infectious diseases starting from 2020 to 2030. Click on the titles of the video to view. Right above that is the show that me and Dr. True did last week, which is amazing, with those articles from Dr. Klassen. So take the time, do your homework, don't keep your head in the sand, open your mouth, be a voice for the voiceless. Thank you, Anthony. I have to close now. Love you.
1: Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to you again.
0: Absolutely. You're listening to Vaccine Information Coalition, and our shows can be accessed later on what in the cell dot or you can also access it on the front page of our website right underneath the little boy flexing his muscles. You'll see an archive button that you can click on. It'll take you right to the podbean page. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m eastern our contact number is 954 347 9671. I do want to give a little notice real fast about grown folks talking express yourself we now have Forrest Nance, a listener of this show who has started a podcast and blessed us with a show 3 p.m. to 4:30 on Sundays. Anthony, if you're available, I'd love you to be there on Sunday because for, uh, Forrest and I agree that this show, because it's all information, people can come and ask questions and/ or give input. They can act it's like a, like a zoom. so you'll, you'll be able not you don't have to be their video, but you can be their audio. And mm-hmm. it's a great little thing. So three o'clock on Sunday, if you'd like to be on, just because I'm sure people are gonna have more specific questions for you, We're kind of using that podcast to kind of build it with this show for people to participate. So uh, again, grown folks, grown folks talking. Express yourself is the huddle dot team uh, huddle app. Um, the front page, our front page has the number to call, which I'll give to you for our. visually impaired audience Um, that number is 520-525-8633 you just call from your phone 520-525-8633 and then put in the access code which is pound 6399 pound and that will get you into our grown foot stock and express yourself so please uh, join us on sunday and most importantly, we want to thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth. And ya bless.